Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. It is an overcast, cold, windy Thursday in the nation's capital and perhaps beyond. And we are with you until 4 o'clock, so over the next three hours on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, along with Maddie Ice on the other side of the glass, flying solo on this side of the glass. No DOC, no Linnell, even Jay Gruden said, Chris, I've got two golf outings the next two days. I'm not coming on your stupid show. Even Jay said, you know, I texted him last night. I said, Ron's talking about you. Ron's singing your praises. Ron's saying that we didn't have to deal with him or we wouldn't have had to deal with him if Alex Smith didn't get injured. If it's a lollipop environment, you're going to end up with a lot of suckers. (laughs) Oh, Doc. Even when he's not here, he's still weighing in. Um but, yeah, that, that was a little bit surprising. Ron going way back into the time machine to 2018 saying, hey, if uh, Alex Smith didn't snap his leg and, you know, and obviously that was a very serious injury and we don't make fun of the injury, uh, nor the situation, Jay and the, com- well, then the Redskins, now the Commanders, had things rolling. I was not expecting a Jay call out, a Jay shout out. So I wanted to make sure, A, he knew. And B, because we didn't have a chance to have him on earlier this week because of the weird schedule and all that, uh, to see if he can come on Thursday or Friday. And he said, nope, I'm playing golf. (laughs) He didn't say you're a stupid show or you're sorry-ass show or anything like that. He just said, Chris, I can't. Just playing golf. And I said, okay. Tough end of the week for the the Gruden crew. This must be tough being down in Jacksonville, Florida, where it's a lot warmer and more tropical than it is here. I mean, when you have those one o'clock tea times, you got to hit that. I mean, absolutely. Actually, I think they were noon tea times. And he said he would probably be playing until about five, which would put him out of the window, you know, unless we wanted him on the like 13th green. Or I was about to say like he's that. doing the full 18 tonight. Yeah. Today. And, and he knows that I ask so many long winded questions and that the spots normally take about 20 minutes. There's no way he can hold up his crew for 20 minutes. Oh, he'd be winded walking around trying to get to his ball right. in between. Exactly. Hits. Exactly. So you know what that means, Maddie? besides your contributions and because the DOC and because Nell Nell are not here, at least in person, they are always here in spirit, that means there's more time for everyone to grab a vine. It's almost like it's the start of a new year, new yeah, us. Absolutely. So that means less hold times, because I know how much you guys like to complain about that. That means more time for you. Less time, maybe, can't make any promises for me, because after all, as I reminded Paulie yesterday, it is my show. Like, it's not the Paulie and Norfolk show. No, that's at 2.38 in the morning. It is. Rooster on the radio. It is. 
the Chris Russell show. And the and horniest guy <laughs> on the the, the, the universe. No, that's not fair. <laughs> now that's that's not fair. <laughs> I mean, you hit me with that, Matty. Oh, baby. Man, you talk about a couple of punches. Uh, I was just on with JP and B Mitch, and they were hitting me with all sorts of stuff. Uh, Landfill kept firing the I'm the dumbest guy on planet Earth or whatever soundbite. Um, I got one tweet about it. One tweet about it. And that was from uh, Chief of D.C. At Chief of D.C., which I, I want to appreciate. He says, all hell at WrestleMania 61, a.k.a. The Rooster. Always a pleasure hearing you on the radio. Happy New Year. Hey, tag JP and B. Mitch. He can hear me on the radio every day. I'm here. I know AM radio is like not what it used to be. We still do what we do. And regardless of what they say, we do start at one, not two. Exactly. It's a great point. Although they almost forced me to miss the beginning of the show. And I said, boys, I got to shut it down. I, I did I, notice I that you were running a little fast yeah. into the studio right take there. take care of business. So. And before that, I had to do a DC News Now interview with my guy Derek Forrest, which you can hear, uh, see, rather, tonight on DC uh, Game Night. Um on DC, you know, what used to be DC 50 and, and now is DC News Now and so on and so forth. Uh, do that every Thursday uh, so you can check that out. So it's been a busy, busy, busy lead up to the show for the old rooster. Uh, and um, I don't know what any of that means, but it means we will have more time for you on the phones today. Now, here's what I ask. Please make sense. Please go through your call as quickly as we can, because then people complain that I allow four minutes a call. And bleh. I want to give you guys a fair chance to talk. You know, like every other sports talk show in America takes calls to just literally give you 30 seconds and hang up on your dumb asses. I want to give you time. I want to give you the opportunity. But when I give you the stage, please hit it hard. Hit it good. Hit it effectively. Don't be like, well, I don't want to call anybody specific out. Like a <laughs> Don't be like Zion Williams. <laughs> I feel like that was the right, the right uh, call out. Well, well done. That's two days in a row that you have hit a home run with the lack of... Yeah, that. Uh, poor Zion Williams. It's just people picking on him just because he's a little pleasantly plump. Nothing wrong with a pleasantly plump guy. I mean, you know, I look in the mirror every day and I try and convince myself of that. Usually that body type sticks to pro baseball. Though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not usually yeah, good for the uh, NBA, Basketball, especially nah. if you're the number one overall pick from a couple of years ago and you're making a couple hundred million dollars. Can't so be good on the knees. No, absolutely not. And or the ankles or the feet or anything like that. Anyway, we're not going to talk about Zion Williams and we just have a little fun uh, when we can. We are going to talk about this. We'll open the show with a uh, piece that Hogshaven does. And, and, you know, Hogshaven, they do a tremendous job. Fan site, but they really do a tremendous job. They give you a perspective that is well, I think, educated, well researched. Uh, they have a bunch of different guys uh, participating and, and putting stuff together. You know, Scott Jennings is the guy uh, that I talked uh, about, reference, whatever, uh, you know, on here and, and other guys. And this one was for, um, I, I forgot his, like, real name, but it's uh, Kyle Smith for GM, which automatically always jumps out at me because Kyle Smith is a guy who, who, who A, should warrant consideration for the GM job here, won't, should, but he won't, because why would we? Why would we do anything really, really, really smart like that? At least give him a chance. But I also think things started to really go wrong for Ron Rivera when he and Kyle Smith got into a philosophical divide or a power divide. And Ron said, I'm the bleeping man, not you. I'm the bleeping guy that makes all the decisions around here. Remember, in year one of Ron Rivera's regime, they hit on a bunch of lower-tier free agents that contributed and made some hay. Wes Schweitzer, J.D. McKissick, even, as weird as this is to say, guys like Dontrell Inman, 
And, and there were a couple others. I mean, I, I don't need to necessarily go down the whole list. Remember, they hit in that first year, first year, on two seventh-round picks that are still very much a part of this team. And I don't want to say they're not part of the problem, but they're not the problem by any stretch of the imagination in Cam Curl and James Smith-Williams. Both in the seventh round of the 2020 draft. Remember all that. That was when Kyle Smith was essentially Ron Rivera's right-hand man. People forget about that. So while we're on that, we spin that into what the genesis of this column and article and feature was. Which was this. The 10 worst decisions Ron Rivera made in D.C. And what I want to know from you, either via Twitter, X, at WrestleMania621, Matt's at Mr. Underscore Me93, the radio station uh, is, of course, on Twitter as well, at the Team 980. What I want to know from you is this. Um, what is, in your opinion, and again, it, it's hard for me to sit here. I, I shouldn't say at the Team 980. It's the team 980com at, at Team 980 on Twitter. I, I just want to clear that up. It's hard for me to sit here and say there's only one bad decision, right? We all know you don't go four years, not have a winning record, only make the playoffs by backing uh, into it. Uh, and, and if you would have lost a game that you probably should have lost, you would have been 6-10, and 10, okay? It's hard for me to sit here and say, well, there was only one really bad decision. Right? I, I mean, who could do that? Who can do that? I can't. You shouldn't be able to. There were a lot of bad decisions. That's how you get to this point where you are about to be, God willing, and I'm not a religious guy, 4 and 13 comes Sunday night at about 7.30, and a new regime will be on the way you know, probably by noon on Monday. And again, I don't advocate for anybody to get fired. It's, it's the sheer reality of the world that we live in. I mean, it's, it's just, nobody gets to keep their job forever. Especially if you're not good enough at it. The bottom line is, there wasn't just one bad decision that trumped them all or toppled them all or was worse than any other. There were a lot of bad decisions. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about it now and realizing Ron's tenure very much so like thinking over all of the mistakes that he's made all of the bad decisions he's made there wasn't anything that is particularly egregious his tenure was much more a death by a thousand paper cuts that might be a good way to say it but I'll I will say this there were a couple of those paper cuts that were egregious yeah a couple of them were, were on like the large that were like like the the, the blood was pooling up Okay, it wasn't just your typical little paper cut. I would say for the most part, you're right. There were a couple of them that were tremendous, might be strong, tremendous, unbelievable. There were a couple that were pretty big and pretty significant. One of them might have been to essentially fire Kyle Smith. Okay, we're just talking about Kyle Smith. One of them, now, they w they didn't call it a firing, you know, whatever. Trust me, essentially it was a firing, okay? They agreed to work together for the first year. Remember, like, Ron worked with Kyle's dad, AJ, when AJ was the San Diego Charger general manager. Ron was the defensive coordinator. Kyle was a young man at that point, I think a young teenager at that point. So they knew each other for a long time, had never worked together. Kyle is a pretty headstrong Guy. So is Ron. I mean, Ron comes across as meandering and mediocre in every way and just kind of waffling. Ron's pretty headstrong. Okay. So I pretty much felt like it was destined for failure from the start. And I'm not blaming Ron exclusively for it. I'm not that dumb. But the bottom line is they had a good thing seemingly going draft and value free agency when Kyle Smith was here. And then they hire two executives to replace one, essentially. 
And by this time, Jason Wright was already in the fold, but he's, at least the way they presented it publicly, not involved in football operations. And that's certainly the way Ron took it, because Ron was in charge of football operations. So they hire two executives, which is, I also reported on back, back at the time, and everyone scoffed at me, and then they hired two executives, and people said, oh, Rooster, you're a genius. Um, Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney, one being Ron's guy and one being Ron's agency guy, and a former GM, two former GMs, to basically help Ron in year two and beyond. And we all know what's happened from there. So you could start the list, if you want, with... However it came about, the divorce, the, dis, the, the dissolution, I don't know if that's the right word, of what seemingly was working in terms of football operations, Kyle Smith and Ron Rivera in year one. Again, value-free agency, value in the draft. I know Chase Young was that pick. I got it. Hogs Haven starts the list at number one with... A decision that was made ultimately by Ron Rivera and Kyle Smith. And maybe more Rivera than Smith. Who knows? Kind of depends on who you talk to. That drafting Chase Young and more importantly failing to draft a quarterback with the number two overall pick, which as we know the commanders are fighting for, playing for aching for, hopefully. They're not, but hopefully. And have a 69% chance, according to ESPN Analytics, of getting. We all know that when you have the number two overall pick, A, teams, that's not a spot you want to be in. It's not a spot that Teams are regularly in, sometimes back-to-back years because, I mean, obviously you stink, you know, and sometimes it takes more than one or two years to turn things around, and sometimes you can trade back up, whatever. Failing to draft a quarterback in 2020 and drafting Chase Young, do you look at that as two different decisions? Do you look at that as one colossal mistake? Because clearly you can make an argument that it's one colossal decision together combined and it turns out to be a colossal mistake. Was that the worst mistake of the Ron Rivera era? Was it, again, not finding a way to work with Kyle Smith because clearly things precipitously dropped off after that? Was it other things like, oh, I don't know, uh, trading for Commander Carson? Oh. <sighs> Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold this Sunday. Good Morning Football actually ran a segment this morning that said, who are you looking most forward to seeing? How about nothing? They both suck. They're both terrible. And they have been terrible. So what was the worst decision as you see it? And again, there's really no right or wrong We can have discussion points and kind of maybe react to each other. What was the worst decision of the Ron Rivera era? Was it William Jackson III? Was it not going out and getting a true GM? Was it thinking that he could be the grand poobah of football operations here? Was it whatever his part in creating the team name that you all hate, Commanders. And some might view him as a big part of that, and some might view him as a small part of that. It kind of depends on how you view things. What was it? What was it? Was it allowing Commander Kashkirbiwan to start a little over a year ago, January 1st, against the Cleveland Browns? What was it? 301 on the Ace Law listener lines. Interact Ace Law. I hope you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. If you can't get in on the phones, don't want to wait on hold, you can fire us off a tweet. Again, at WrestleMania621, at Mr. Me under... Ah. At Mr. Underscore Me 93, the radio station, at Team 980. You 
are locked in. Rooster on the radio on a Thursday. Chilly one in the nation's capital and beyond on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, so we're starting the show with this. The worst decision of the Ron Rivera era in your eyes is what? Fill in the blank. It could be anything. We're basing this off of a Hogshaven 1 through 10 list in which, as we mentioned, Kyle Smith is on the list at number five, okay? And it basically is titled... Letting his chief talent evaluator get away. Again, I-, I can't say that that's the number one reason, in my opinion, why things did not work out here, but it's a damn high reason. Make no mistake about it. I knew Kyle Smith for a long time, and I know his dad real well. Okay? And I know Kyle pretty well. And I know he's with Atlanta, and Atlanta's had their own issues, find a quarterback, so on and so forth. Nobody's perfect. He's the assistant GM there, by the way. Uh, He was not, by title at least, the assistant GM here, but he was a damn good personnel evaluator. And he's one of, like, for all of you guys that want young and hungry and aggressive and fresh and innovative, that's Kyle Smith. He was the lead SEC talent evaluator for this team. That's where a bunch of their great, good, very good draft picks came from. Jonathan Allen, Jerron Payne, so on and so forth. Right? Cam Curl. So, I'm not telling you that's number one on my list, but it's pretty high up there. Here's one that was interesting. As Hogshaven put it, number four on the list was pursuing the trade for Russell Wilson. And... What they basically went ahead and did was that Wash, you know, they reminded everybody that there were reports out there, and I've heard the same. I don't know. I I can't say I've confirmed it, but I've heard the same, that Washington actually offered three first-round picks for Russell Wilson. Talking about 2022, 2023, and 2024, which could be the number two overall pick. Not to mention all of the money that they would have had to pay Russell Wilson 
in a contract extension. Not to mention all of the trade compensation in addition to the three first-round picks that they would have had to give up. And would it have worked out? Russell Wilson did not want to play for a defensive-minded head coach, period. He did not want to play for a defensive-minded head coach. He wouldn't have been happy here if they forced a trade. He didn't want to come here because of that. Not because it's his, you know, because he grew up in Richmond or anything like that. It had nothing to do with it. Russell Wilson did not want to play for a defensive-minded, ball-control-first head coach. The greatest thing that Ron maybe avoided was the disaster of trading for Russell Wilson. But one of the worst decisions he made was being so aggressive in the pursuit of Russell Wilson, if that makes sense. And because of that aggression, and because they had already struck out on Matthew Stafford, who arguably would have worked better than Russell Wilson, but I don't think it would have led to a Super Bowl. Because of that, that led them to what is my worst decision of them all, which was trading for Commander Carson. Ultimately, it was a swap of second-round picks in 2023. I think they went from 42 to 47, and the Colts went from like 47 to 42. And then it was a third-round pick in 2022, and it was a conditional second or third-round pick in this past year's draft, 2023, that ultimately wound up on a third-round pick because Carson Wentz was too injured to play, the 70% mark and so on and so forth. So they actually caught a break in that they got their second-round pick this year. Now, you could make an argument that it wasn't a very smart pick to take Quan Martin after you had taken Emmanuel Forbes, but we, we can have that debate for a whole nother day. Ultimately, that trade was the end of the end for Ron Rivera. Not starting Carson Wentz last January 1st. Not standing up on the podium in October in Chicago and saying, I'm the bleeping guy. Not telling everybody in the world that the difference between he and the other NFC East teams is quarterback when he just went out and swung a big stick for a quarterback and thought he hit a pinata and instead hit a donkey. Not any of that stuff. The decision to trade multiple picks, granted, not first-round picks, multiple picks for a quarterback that was making $28 million in the one year that he ultimately wound up playing here was by far, to me, the worst decision of many bad decisions Ron made. What about you? I'll have more on that coming up in just a wee little bit. 301-230-0980, Let's do a quick trending alert right here right now and then we will come back and i promise right to your phone calls after this all right so we told you about this story yesterday as it was going on but the fire the blaze that broke out at the nearly seven million dollar home of dolphin star receiver tyreek hill who will play in a very important sunday night football game uh, this sunday night against the buffalo bills was apparently started by a child playing with a cigarette lighter in a bedroom, according to a fire official. And they're terming it an accidental fire. And thank goodness nobody was ultimately hurt in that particular blaze. Meanwhile, from the NBA, the NBA announcing the Brooklyn Nets, who are mired in a five-game losing streak, fined $100,000 for violating a league player participation policy by starting uh, by sitting, rather, several players in last week's home loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. They sat four players, including former Wizard Spencer Dinwiddie, we hardly knew you, Dorian Finney-Smith, Cam Johnson, and Nick Claxton all in the same night, which led to a 144-122 loss uh, to the Bucks on the second night of a back-to-back uh, after beating the Pistons the night before. He, uh, the Nets also didn't play other players after the first quarter and now have been whacked with a $100,000 fine, and that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Before we get out to the calls, I just want to add one more caveat to the Carson Wentz thing, which I think is Ron's worst decision of them all. And, again, there's a bevy. I just saw JT the Vic in the hallway. I don't know. No, he's not in here. I just saw JT. When he was producing this show, back when Pete and I were doing the show together, about two weeks before the commanders actually pulled the, the trigger on the Carson Wentz trade, we did a segment or an hour, or whatever it was, and I said, you know, like, the question was is, who's the guy you do not want under any circumstances as the commander's quarterback? Because we all knew they were going after a veteran quarterback. Whether it was Russell Wilson, whether it was Carson, you know, whoever, Aaron Rodgers, at the, like, nobody had been traded, nobody had been moved at that time. And I said, even though he's going to get released and even though he's going to be a free agent and not cost you any trade compensation and you could work a deal out with Carson Wentz. And I said, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe $12 million or somewhere in that range. You know, I mean, I wasn't re- being ridiculous and thinking they were going to get Carson Wentz for, you know, one year, $4 million deal or anything like that. I wasn't that stupid. But I said, you know, even if you signed him to a one or two year deal, maybe not a really cost prohibitive deal, $12 million a year, something like that. I said, the last quarterback, I said it on these airwaves, the last quarterback I would want would be Carson Wentz. That was as a free agent. That was no trade compensation. That was not absorbing a $28 million cap hit for 2022. And potentially more. Remember, he was under contract for more, i.e. this year and next year. But they got were able to get out of it with no dead cap money because of the way the Colts had structured the deal. But the Colts still were able to get two third-round picks, ultimately. It could have been a third and a second. And a swap of second-round picks in 2022. And get rid of Carson Wentz and his contract after... He actually threw 28 touchdown passes to seven interceptions and threw for like, I don't know, 3,500 yards or whatever it was, but all because he was a miserable flop down the stretch against the Las Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars that cost the Colts a playoff chance. And Jim Irsay, who a lot of people said was just a crazy drunk, said, nope, I'm done. And, and, and whatever you want to say... He imposed his will. Maybe he convinced Frank Reich. Maybe he convinced Chris Ballard, whatever the case might be. Here's the deal. Again, it was one thing to acquire Carson Wentz. It was another thing to pay what they did for Carson Wentz. Nobody. I promise you, not a soul was going to trade for Carson Wentz. I don't care what report was out there. I think Diana Rossini had a report uh, out there that uh, teams were Trust me on this. I know people. There was not a soul alive. Not a soul that was going to trade for Carson Wentz. Not a soul. And certainly not a team. So to me, it compounded already a bad decision. I've never been a Carson Wentz guy. I always thought he was a little overrated coming out of North Fargo State or whatever the hell he came from. And obviously the injuries are a big thing for me, right? I know some of them are unfortunate, 
But durability is like the number one thing for me at quarterback. That's why I'm, so, you know, that's why I'm a big Kirk Cousins mark. Because before this year, when he blew out his Achilles, Kirk Cousins had never been hurt. Now, I don't know what Kirk Cousins' career is going to be moving forward. But you, we opened up the show with Ron Rivera saying, hey, hey, I wouldn't have been here if Alex Smith didn't get hurt. Alex Smith got hurt. Alex Smith got hurt a lot. That's why I didn't love the Alex Smith deal when they when the Redskins made that. He was hurt all the time in Kansas City and San Francisco. Not all the time, but some of the time. Many times. I don't I'm sorry. Durability is so important. Tua Tonga Vailoa, I wanted nothing to do with him in the draft. Not because he wasn't a good talent. Not because he was inaccurate, not because he wasn't tough, but because he was injured all the time at Alabama. And he was thrown around like a rag doll last year. Now, somehow, some way, Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins have kept him healthy. The reason why I didn't want Lamar Jackson in free agency was A, the cost, B, the injury history. I'm sorry, that's a fatal flaw of mine. I can't get past when somebody's hurt all the time, and then you expect me to you know, uh, put in a significant exchange for and, and and what was that Carson Wentz in addition he wasn't very good 301-230-0980 let's get out to you on the phones and see what you think was the worst decision in the Ron Rivera era let's start in the leadoff spot with Adam in West Virginia on the team 980 and the Odyssey app what's up Adam how are you What's going on, man? How are you, Adam? I've been a long-time listener of, of 980. Well, I appreciate you. Great to hear from you. Uh, that is. I've never and, called in before. Well, you just got – listen, I, do you know who Ric Flair is? I oh, do. Okay. Well, one of the things we like to do is celebrate when people say really smart things or when people call in for the first time. So, Maddie's going to – because I think I talked over it, we're going to give you a little double woo. Woo! There you go. Bring it on. Appreciate you. I'm telling you what, the worst thing he did was the dismantling of the offensive line his first offseason in here. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, telling Trent Williams, who was had a, a very good right to be upset with the team, that he had to prove himself to be back on this team. So I, so I will only take umbrage with – it wasn't to be back on the team. It was – Hey man, we can't give you a a guaranteed contract extension with a lot of guaranteed money uh in order to before you show us that you are back and you are Trent Williams again. That's the way it and, was described he, to me by multiple people which I, I maybe that wasn't exactly the way it was put to Trent but but I know enough people that I believe that's the way it was presented to Trent. Now whether they could have done something else certainly within within the realm of possibility they didn't. Both sides you know dug in and said this is the way it's going to be and that's it. And Trent won. As a fan, all I know is he has proven himself time and time Correct. again through Correct. the past year since then. Correct. Correct. I would kill for him today to have him on my team. Well, what what Same about with, what uh, about Morgan Moses also? What about Brandon Sheriff? Now, they did pay Brandon Sheriff guaranteed money, they but they did it in the form of a franchise tag for a couple of years. They did. And he's gone to Jacksonville, and Jacksonville's had success much more than we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Morgan Moses, I'm, I'm, I'm not, cons- I'm, I'm not too aware of where he is. He's now, in Balt- He's in Baltimore with the league's best team, and they're having <laughs> a, immense success. Yeah, yeah, immense success. I mean, yeah. those three guys right there are head and shoulders above the guys we have at the offensive line today. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard to argue. Uh, it, it's hard to argue. Now, I would say this: Sam Cosme, because of the way he's played in the second half of the season, Cosme has he he has. Uh, right. I've seen his rating right. on PFF. Right. It's great. Right. It's that great being said, that being said, what? How much better would the offensive line have been if you would have found a way to keep Brandon Sheriff, and if he would have settled in at right? Now, I didn't think he was a great right tackle coming in. He I, I thought he would be a better. Yeah. I, a lot of no, no. I, I meant. I, I meant. Well, to your point, Sheriff. Yes. Also, but but I can't blame that on Ron because that that was. The nope. Jay Gruden Bruce Allen uh, decision, uh, but 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 I, I meant Cosme was not really thought of as a definitive tackle coming in. That's why he dropped all the way to the second round because people thought he would be a better guard. And damned if they weren't right, they he, they were absolutely right. So he I don't know if they great, would have had a great guard. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they would have had a decision there. Think, but 
And from the, the day we drafted him, I, I always thought, I know this is out of our hands, he retired, but Chase Brugge was the unsung hero on that offensive yep. line. No doubt. No doubt. That, and, and that one I can't blame on Ron. I mean, Chase Rullier's nope, body just he failed retired him. Yep. He, he, yeah. he took it in his hands yep. and retired. Yep. Just, but he was, I felt like his praises should have been sung more yep. because he was just an Iron Man at center. I agree. I agree. Unfortunately, his body just failed him two years in a row, and he just couldn't do it uh, anymore. Yep. Adam, great to hear from you, man. I appreciate it. Make sure you call back again. Uh, we always love first-time callers. Uh, and longtime listeners as well, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. I tell you what, we'll take the break on time to give uh, everybody a fair chance. I see Stephen Houston will be up first. I got my guy, the Birdman. I got Sanchez back again. I got Ethan. Uh, we will talk to you about the worst decision Ron Rivera made in his four years based off of Hogshaven and their top 10 list. And we've already gone through parts of it. We still have more to get to. We'll do that and we'll continue along in that vein right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, 149, Team 980 on a uh, Thursday afternoon. Uh, one of the other interesting items from the Hogshaven Top 10 Worst Decisions list, number six, drafting reach first and second round projects and trading up for a long snapper. So there's a couple of different decisions here. Obviously, the Cameron Cheeseman one, which was a debacle, but also, and and listen, I understood it at the time, drafting Fedarian Mathis out of Alabama was a little bit of a reach. But when you come from Alabama, that gives you a little extra check mark, if you will. They were looking, potentially, for someone to replace Deron Payne. That decision was made, as most good organizations make them, a year in advance. Now, what's happened since is obviously Fredari Math has not been able to stay healthy, for the most part. He has not been great by any stretch, and Deron Payne obviously had a great year last year, not as much this year, as evidenced by the fact that no commander made the Pro Bowl. Not that that's that important or that surprising, but you, you get the point. And, uh, you know, I didn't remember this, but in this Hogshaven article, they have a tweet embedded from Grant Paulson at the time. Uh, and, I, again, I didn't remember, and I was there. I just don't remember this. Fedaria Mathis said his agent had told him that he was probably going to be taken in the third or fourth round. And instead, he went in the middle second round. And that was after, again, the switcheroo with Carson Wentz and the Colts, and he went, I think, 47 overall or whatever it was. So, interesting, right? And then, of course, Jamin Davis. Jahan Dotson went, what, 15th overall? No, uh, I'm sorry, 16th overall. When a lot of the draft rankings, and again, those draft rankings generally are, you know, again, subject to interpretation, number one, and two, not ranking for scheme and fit. And I fell a little hook, line, and sinker into that. Most places had him top 60, but I saw a lot of 50s, maybe high 40s for John Dotson, not 16. I think the highest I remember seeing for Jahan was like 24, 25, somewhere in that range. And that was that was like one outlier. And of course, we know so far through one year, Emmanuel Forbes and Quan Martin have largely been disappointments. You want to call them busts? Okay. Maybe they're busts. I mean, there's a lot of meat on that bone that's still hanging there. One way or the other. All right, back to the calls we go. And let's get you aboard in the show. Let's get to um, let's get to the Birdman right here uh, because I know he's uh, all fired up about his Baltimore Ravens uh, and Morgan Moses, who's a big part of that offensive line. What's up, Birdie? How are you? What's up, Chris? Hello. You Birdman. know, I'm not calling. I'm not calling to talk about my my Ravens, the best team in the NFL. Oh, oh. You know, are Lamar they? Jackson, oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, you know, I, I will say this, though. 
never pick my Ravens again. If this is how they're going to play when you won't pick them to get the playoffs, I never want you to pick them again. Um, Again, you're so mad that I (laughs) doubted them. I told you what it was. I was wrong, but I based it off of the fact that Lamar could not stay healthy the last two years and for a significant stretch of the season. I was wrong. I get it. I'm just... I'm, I'm just saying, you know, me, me and Matty Ice, we're so used to you saying you're not wrong. And when you're <laughs> wrong, we got to hold you to it. we got to keep on bringing it up. Ain't that right, Matt? Matt, give me a woo. Uh, I mean, uh, wait a second. You two can't tag team on me. Like you're like part of the four horsemen here. Stop it. <laughs> He's the enforcer. I'm yeah. Flair. I yeah, mean, exactly. you know. Exactly. So, you're so limousine it, riding, jet flying. <laughs> Kiss stealing, son Kiss of a gun. Stealing. <laughs> That's right. Hey, um, so so the worst mistake in Ron Rivera's era with the Commanders. It's simple in my book, Chris. Go back to 2020. He takes Chase Young at number two, fails to take a quarterback, and I'm looking at the draft class here. Right? Listen to these names. This is who you guys missed out on. Second round, number 53 overall was Hurts. Then. First round, number 26, was Jordan Love. Tua was number five overall. Uh, Herbert was number six overall. Right. You can't count Burrow because he was number one, obviously. But that was a huge mistake. What I really, do, what, what, said, what I really would like to know is if Burrow, if they had gotten the number one overall pick, and, and they didn't, would they have been allowed by Dan Snyder to choose Burrow? I think they would have, but I don't know for sure that would have been allowed. Because remember, I, Dwayne Haskins was the, the first-round pick, number 15 overall the previous year. But, but you know, here's the thing. I, and, and look, things are running different in Baltimore, and, and I, I'm not going to understand Dan Snyder. You were closer to him than anybody was. It, was he really that much of a catalyst? Can we blame every single problem and draft problem and uh, player personnel problem on Dan Snyder? No, no, I don't. I, I don't think that's fair. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's fair to blame him for everything. But certainly the Dwayne Haskins decision, as it's been described to me by multiple people in that room that night, that was Dan Snyder. Okay. Okay, that's fair. the Robert Griffin situation. Uh, that was Dan Snyder, largely. Albert Hainsworth was Dan Snyder. Well, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, sure. It, you know, um, real, cool, real quick, quick NFL question for you, Chris. Who should I be rooting for this Sunday night? Or, you know, do I root for the Bills? Do I root for Miami? Or do I take the, the, the wild card and everything? Root for the P, uh, Steelers to beat us with no Lamar. Right. And then root for Miami to beat Buffalo, to knock Buffalo completely out of the playoffs. I think that's your best bet right there. I think knocking Buffalo out. I think knocking Buffalo out under that scenario, because Miami's already in. Even if they lose, it's just a matter of whether they're the two seed or the six seed. I think knocking. I think knocking Buffalo out knocks at least a potential, a potential team that could knock you guys off. I think that's most important for you. Because Pittsburgh, yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh's uh, not he, capable of doing it, even though Pittsburgh and Baltimore obviously have a long-storied rivalry and the games are always close and tough and all this stuff. Pittsburgh ain't doing it. They just don't have the quarterback uh, talent whatsoever. Um, so, you, you know, I mean, that I'm sorry. That's just not happening. I, um, I, I, I'm worried about Cleveland. I'm yeah, worried well, about Cleveland. I, you should be. You should be. You should that, be. That, that, that defense is stacked. And That's your buddy Joe Flacco. Can... How about that? <laughs> I mean, if I, Joe Flacco – I called that. I called that, didn't I? Remember, you you know I called that. I said people should be signing him. You you did. You did. Uh, I, listen, I would right. sign Joe Flacco any day of the week over like Carson Wentz, and the Browns did that, and yeah. they're heading to the playoffs, and Joe Flacco's part of the reason why. Birdie, I got to let you run. Appreciate it, pal. Always yeah. good to hear from you on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We will get back to more of your calls coming up. The worst decision of the Ron Rivera era is what and why? Um, another good one on the way. And this one, again, is really interesting. There's so many interesting decisions that were made that have come back to backfire on Ron that I'm sure there was no chance he thought, oh, this would be a really bad decision. At the time, it didn't seem like Ron Rivera 
was making bad decisions. At the time, everybody had his back. Not me, necessarily. I mean, certainly not with Kyle. I'll tell you that much. And Kevin O'Connell, well, I just kind of gave it away. We'll expand more upon it on the other side of 2 o'clock. Plus, grab more of your phone calls, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. I just saw a weather alert on my computer that said seven inches of snow coming on Saturday. I mean, I know there was a storm. I didn't hear seven inches of snow. Yeah, most recently, it looks like it's been upgraded to a nor'easter. Oh! So, get your supplies. Is that what Coach Sheehan was reporting today? I, I, and like, I saw He's a meteorology on, expert. So I was supposed to actually be going up to New York to visit oh. my sister and her uh, husband uh-huh. this weekend, but that no longer seems to be yeah. a smart move. Maybe we should call Coach Sheehan and, and get the latest uh, from him on, report? On, on, on that and a number of other things. I'll reach See out. If he's See if he's, he might be doing his podcast right he now. He might be. He probably is. He, he doesn't like to listen to me anymore. Uh, 301 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.